It's not how much money you can throw at like a problem like PPC. It's about, do you have the right people? Do they have enough time? What can we feasibly get done? And do we have the talent? Do we need to find somebody? Do we need to outsource this? Do we need to bring it in-house and those kind of things? So it starts with reframing the conversation about budget and how we think about these things. And then really going into what the marketing team like needs. And the big thing is vision. The law firm needs a vision and needs to communicate it clearly because a lot of these vendors that we work with, I've very rarely worked with a vendor who I couldn't get good work out of. Everyone's out there doing this. Hey everyone, this is Ben. Welcome back to the Renegade Lawyer Podcast. This is another episode of Renegade Lawyer Special Edition Summit 2023, where I'm interviewing a number of our speakers uh, and breakout room participants uh, for the summit in Orlando. If you've not registered, go to glmsummit.com. You can download the free report about the summit uh, right there. And today, I have a really a, a great friend, a former employee and team member, Tiffany Swedensky. Um, Tiffany runs a company called Sharp Cookie. Uh, and for years and years, Tiffany, in both of my businesses, both in a law firm and in great legal marketing, was my internet, just internet master or mistress or whatever you want to call her, because anything I could envision, she could go and create and figure out a total self-starter. In about April of 2022, she left us, sadly, but we were very happy for her to start Shark Cookie, where Jesse services a lot of great legal marketing members and, and is their fractional internet digital guru user <laughs> of things, right? And so we were able to talk Tiffany into coming back to the summit this year in Orlando to give a great presentation in one of the breakout rooms. So thanks for getting on the call this Friday afternoon as we're recording this, my friend. Oh, no problem. I love being here. Yeah. So real quick, because a lot of people who listen to this, they know you, they have followed you, they knew you working here. A lot of them are probably clients, but give those who, who don't know you, haven't heard of you, uh, a little picture of from the time you left here to building uh, Shark Cookie, uh, what you're doing and really the, the entrepreneurial journey, because you started cold with your own, own business, you got two little ki- two young children. Talk to us a little bit about that. When I got started, it was scary. It always is. But thankfully, through you and through great legal marketing, like my skills and abilities were already pretty well known. So I already had a lot of people knocking at my door asking me to do work for them. And practically, my first client approached me and says, have you ever thought about being a fractional CMO? Because I was thinking about doing SEO, PPC, and all of this other kind of niche stuff. But I've led marketing departments. I did it for Ben Glass Law for a little while. I did it for GLM for a little while. And so it was much bigger and a little bit more exciting than digital. So I went that direction with it. And so that's what I do now. I'm a fractional CMO. And a lot of people curious about that. It's basically where I manage your marketing department, marketing teams. I'm not promoting myself too much here because I'm flush with clients. I can't take anyone new on. But I'm really excited because part of my entrepreneurial journey has been tools and management and streamlining all of these marketing processes and definitely leverage like my technical skills to do it and just make it all happen. And right now I'm doing that for five different firms and it wouldn't be possible without a lot of the tech that I use. And I guess the last part of it, I guess I'll say is just just thinking better about managing my time and what I should be doing and what I should be having somebody else do. Yeah, that's the thing. We all come with technical skills, either from school, from for lawyers, they went to law school, and they don't get taught much about managing time, money, 
people, all of that stuff, which is a part of the journey. Um, all right. So as you were talking to lawyers now in the summer of 2023, Tiffany, your, your clients, and I'm sure others, what are you seeing as the biggest issues that marketing departments and solo and small firms are, are having just generally? Coincidentally, that's how I set up my presentation for the summit. The theme of it is making marketing happen. That wasn't like a framed question, but go ahead. Oh, I know. It was, good. It was nice happenstance because I, I was thinking about it. And what is the biggest problem? It's that nothing ever gets done. And I hate to say it. Projects simmer for months, weeks, years, and it's so frustrating. And finding the right people and the right talent to bring it all together. And most likely law firms have a marketing director or somebody who does marketing and they're a good person, but bridging the gap between what needs to be done and how it's to be done is big, is huge. And so I my presentation is just about making marketing happen faster. And so that's the biggest problem that I see and I'm trying to address it. Yeah, that's great. We believe at Ben Glass Law and Great Legal Marketing that we're pretty good marketers, and yet we have bitten off this project to to relaunch both a Ben Glass Law website, new website, the new um, team, and now, although no one has seen it yet, the Great Legal Marketing website with a new team there. And I'll tell you, like, since I hadn't had to to use an outside vendor in a long time to do this, you forget, and I forget how much this is a partnership, how much that team who's outside of your company, how much do they need to understand about culture, about who Avatar client or member is, and then even the simple stuff like your your branding elements, your pictures, your video. We have 18 years of recorded video and audio. And and a lot of that comes back to me as leader, and it's been freaking exhausting. (laughs) <laughs> we're on the verge of launching a new law firm website and it has been at times very exhilarating and at times so frustrating. And I know that the, I know the vendors sometimes get frustrated with us, but I've got a great Lauren's awesome and she gets stuff to them. And then we get frustrated with what they show us. And we're really transparent with our, to our groups about this. So to have somebody like, so this talk that you're giving at the summit is really important because I'm sure lawyers are frustrated. I'm sure lawyers, team members are frustrated. And then the ved- the vendors, the marketing vendors, whether it's a newsletter, print shop, or an, an internet vendor or pay-per-click vendor, they're all frustrated. And so you're going to help unfrustrate the world, sounds like. Trying to one, one, one relationship at a time. I've been, I won't lie to you, like probably every month or so I pull up Ben Glass Law and refresh just to see if you guys have launched the new website because I've been eagerly waiting for its debut. Well, trust but, me, this has been, I do too. And uh, even though I know what the schedule is yeah. uh, and it has been, I'm sure it'll be great. I know it'll be great, but it's hard. And if it's hard for us and it has to be really, really hard for law firms. So what are some of the big picture ideas, Tiff, that you'll be talking about and sharing at the GLM Summit in Orlando about how you can make marketing happen faster? Because that's a great topic. So it's it starts with how we think about budget. And I'm fine-tuning and working on these concepts, but I've invented like a little three letters here, time, talent, money, or time, talent, cash, I think. And really it's starting there because it's not just about how much money that you have to spend. It's not how much money you can throw at like a problem like PPC. It's about, do you have the right people? Do they have enough time? What can we feasibly get done? And do we have the talent? Do we need to find somebody? 
Do we need to outsource this? Do we need to bring it in-house? And those kind of things. So it starts with reframing the conversation about budget and how we think about these things. And then really going into what the marketing team like needs. And the big thing is vision. The law firm needs a vision and needs to communicate it clearly because a lot of these vendors that we work with, I've very rarely worked with a vendor who... I couldn't get good work out of. Everyone's out there doing this. It's just a matter of how it's implemented. And so working with the vendor and communicating that vision to them, making sure they understand and making sure they don't put you on a like a template or autopilot. It's what happens with a lot of SEO companies. We write five articles a month. We get you 10 backlinks a month. And then it goes on and on for three or four or five years. And things change, but nothing ever really seems to grow. So it's communicating, working with them, holding them accountable. And it, it's tough. It can be really tough. You're stepping in then really not only as fractional CMO, but as coach and moderator and mediator as well. And so I'm, I'm curious about the process because one of the things you, you asked is, do we have a talent in-house? And so I'm curious how you go about assessing that. Because I think every lawyer thinks, yeah, I've got a great team. Every team member thinks, yeah, I'm the right person for this. But the reality is that that's not always true. What are you looking for in terms of in-house talent? So in-house talent, I'll be honest, I use a lot of what Charlie Mann used and taught me and how he hired me. Part of that is asking him to write a cover letter. And I know it seems silly, post chat GPT, anyone can generate a cover letter. It shouldn't be a hard task, but... Marketing is such like a detail-oriented profession. You need somebody detail-oriented. And if you can't count on them to read your job listing, see that it's a requirement, and at least go to ChatGPT and and create it, then then it's not going to be a good fit. So starting there with the important details and making sure throughout the process that they're detail-oriented enough, ask them questions, remember what they said, ask them about it later. And then honestly, I mean, I'm a little weird and I'm not in HR and I try to avoid hiring when I can. But like when I talk to people, like when I do like an interview, hey, we've got somebody we think might be really good. Can we get you in on your interview? Ask them some questions. I'll usually step in and I'll just, I'll be myself and ask them what comes off the top of my head. I'm definitely asking them things they haven't heard before asking them what they're reading, watching, listening to. If they don't read, I don't recommend them, which is harsh, but it's true. It's what I do. And that's, I try to stay out of HR as much as I can. And that's pretty much what I do. That's how I'm my perk. It's not, it's not being harsh. The reality is that business owners have choices of who to hire. It's a world, you know, there's a worldwide marketplace and it hurts so much as our friend Jay Henderson has taught us over the years. A bad hire just costs you much more than the salary. So when we use words like harsh here at Great Legal Marketing, it means, hey, we're paying attention. Two things. So the point I would make for team members who are listening to this, Tiffany made a great point, is there has to be a vision. If you're a team member working on a team and helping the marketing, you're part of the marketing team for your law firm, and you don't quite understand the vision or why the firm exists, like I need you to raise your hand. And you need to talk to the owner or the partners who own the firm because you have to force them because you can't do your job if they don't have a clear vision that's articulated well and communicated to the team. And if you're in a place that doesn't have a vision and they're not willing to do that work, I'll tell you there's a lot of other law firms that would love to have you move over and do that. Last topic, talk to us a little bit about AI. It is the two-letter topic of 2023 
Uh, we're using a lot of the technologies, both in legal research and the law firm side, but also in the marketing side. Do you have any predictions, Tiff, as we head into the last quarter, certainly by the time of the summer, heading into the last quarter of the year? How does AI affect all of this? So AI changes the economics of marketing. For example, working with our like an SEO vendor, we're, they're using AI. I'm using AI. Everyone's using AI. They should be using AI. But their prices probably aren't changing. And you're probably still getting the same quality and con- of content, same quality and con- quantity. So it's something that we need to start thinking about. What we're paying for certain services, are those services as important as they used to be? Looking at, there's a lot of like big companies and industries that are shaving off a portion of their SEO budget, not cutting it entirely, but shaving part of it off and reinvesting that actually into TikTok. And this plays into the AI conversation because how Google is rolling out their generative search experience. But there there are still a lot of question marks on how it's going to affect marketing. Will people use the generative search experience? Will they use it to find lawyers? Will they stop using Google? Will they start using Bing? So there's so much out there that's just on the edge of the horizon that really hasn't manifested yet or just fully formed. And so that part of it's really exciting. The big changes I'm seeing now is like AI is coming to you. I I only had two AI tools when I started my company, but I had many others from website builders to SEO crawlers. And at some point in the last six months, they've all rolled out new AI features. So I didn't even have to seek it out if I, but it's definitely going to be a huge part of how like marketing is created. And it's going to be a huge part of how we make marketing happen faster. Because we're generating headlines, we're generating copy with it, we're generating images. I'm, I recently, and I, I mentioned this before we got on the call, I recently translated an entire attorney website using AI from English to Spanish. And I don't, I know a few words in Spanish, but I certainly don't speak it. And the translation was evaluated and it was pretty close to perfect. And it was really incredible. And so a lot of these tools are out there. And if you want to know how to use them, you got to go out and and use them. And it's really the the last point I'll make on this because we may be crunched for time. It's a top-down thing. For me, like there are some of the team members that I manage where I tell them, look, I use AI and I'm asking you to use AI to create marketing copy. That's what my expectation is. And it's a top-down thing because some people just want to hold on to that creative side and want to be human and raw. But if we're growing a law firm, we're growing a marketing department, you must be using these things. And in my talk, I'll give you guys some best use cases and, and how I've implemented it in the last six months or so. That's awesome. So if you're listening to the vision of the tip of the iceberg of AI exhausted you, then you will be in the right place if you come to the summit. Because I think, first of all, those lawyers running solo and small firms across the country who are not going to conferences where these topics are being discussed, you are going to get run over for sure. We're really good at a great legal marketing and over 18 plus years of doing this is helping you, looking at your firm, helping you figure out and communicate to us exactly where you are, and then helping you decide what's the next, what's the best use of my next dollar and my next hour? Because This can be overwhelming. And depending on the size of your budget, the size of your support team, how much you actually understand going into this about the psychology of marketing, it can just be exhausting. But what our superpower, because we are run by 
two lawyers who are running full-time a solo and small, uh, not solo firm, but a small law firm here in Northern Virginia. Like we get it. We get all the pressures of dealing with clients, adjusters, judges, lawyers on the other side, and trying to keep up with people like Tiffany and AI and marketing and the five different new ways you can do it this month. So that's why you need to be in Orlando in October. Tiff, your room, as usual, will probably be overcrowded, standing room only, because you are very popular with our crowd, and they are excited, as I have talked to members, and in particular our mastermind members here, very excited to have you back in the room, because you are hard to get to. Like I said, Tiff said, don't promote my company, Sharp Cookie, because it really is booked up, with and primarily with great legal marketing members. So good for you for having built a business now that's perfect for your life, with your kiddos and your expertise. And that's exactly what we try to do here. So again, we're excited. What is the website? If people want to go find out more about you, I'm going to promote your business anyway, even though you said not to. It's uh, Sharp Cookie Dev, D-E-V. So sharpcookiedev.com. I'm, I'm trying to buy, forget to renew one time. We all have our eyes on, or many of us have our eyes on URLs that come up for renewal and we're hoping that process is actually takes pretty long too, because just because yeah. it ends up for renewal doesn't mean it's available just yet, but there is a process. Yeah. Okay, my friend, thanks for spending some time with us this afternoon. All right. Thank you. I'll see you in October. Absolutely. All right.